Well, what a match between Novak Djokovic and Daniel Medvedev. We're going to break it down post-match. It's just finished. I just finished watching it. It was an incredible match to watch. One of the matches of the year, I have to say, especially if we're talking about best of three set matches. Even though it was a straight set victory for Daniel Medvedev in the end, yeah, could be a surprise for a lot of you. I have to say both players played some incredible tennis. Uh, Djokovic loses his first match of the year which is pretty damn impressive. And he went into it the favourite, but Medvedev is the most informed player right now after winning Rotterdam and Doha. So back-to-back, two weeks in a row, he's on an unbeaten streak now. I think it's 10 matches or so. So it's very impressive. Uh, and he'll play Andre Rublev in the final. But we're going to break down this match because there's some really interesting talking points in terms of tactics utilised and also how both players played. And... Uh, Djokovic had won the last four matches between these two. Uh, and the match before that was at US Open 2021 final that Medvedev won. But since then, Djokovic has been dominant. There's been some very close matches, but he's always come out on top. This time, though, it was Medvedev's chance and turn to be clutch. Before we get into it, though, in depth, remember to that like button. Do subscribe if you're new and do also leave a rating or review if you're listening on a podcast platform. Also, do share the videos. Really does help us out. And if you're a member on YouTube, it really does help us out. So we really do appreciate your support. Thank you so much for contributing. Uh, it really does mean a lot. Okay, let's get into it. Medvedev won 6-4, 6-4 in the end. A straight set of victory. And I have to say, he played some very good tennis. The talking points going into the match for me were all about how both players are playing a very aggressive brand of tennis, probably more uh, aggressive than we're used to seeing, especially for Medvedev. I think for Djokovic, to be fair, he's been playing that way since the start of the year and maybe towards the back end as well, you might say of last year, but it's been coming. Uh, he's trying to elongate his career as much as possible, and that does mean shortening points, playing more aggressively, serve volleying, uh, you know, coming to the net, transitioning more, and also dictating more the forehand and trying to shorten those points. So it's a natural progression for him and, in his, and his game as well. And we saw at the Australian Open, he utilised it fantastically. This match uh, maybe highlighted the fact that it is an incredible thing for him to add to his game. But what it does mean is he's not as willing to go back to type, which was grinding out and a lot of points and also playing maybe high percentage uh, plays and then having to lengthen the rallies to then potentially win those he's not as willing to do that for large periods of matches anymore because he knows I think that longer term it's just not sustainable despite how incredibly athletic and, and elastic he is everyone gets old and time is undefeated so I think he knows that um, and that's why you know Whilst watching it, there are a lot of comments about why is he still playing this aggressive brand? Why is he not trying to be more conservative in his plays? Because he does that. He then gets dragged into a very, very physical and intense, grueling, grinding battle with Medvedev. And that has happened in the past between the two players. And Djokovic has been dragged into those in the past and has actually come out on top. But it's getting to a stage now where I think he knows longer term it's not sustainable but there are some interesting tactics that he utilized which i think probably weren't the best tactics to utilize on the day um but others the right tactics to use just weren't executed correctly for medvedev 
Um, the forehand, you know, again, has been very, very good this this week. And it's something that in the past you didn't really look at as a weapon at all. Um, but this week it's been very, very good uh, in all honesty. And that's been a massive highlight because we know how trusty and reliable his backhand is. His serve when on fire is incredibly potent. And his return of serve, you know, there's some question marks around how well he's able to combat the serve and volley, you know, tactic. And has he found ways around it? Well, the last two weeks have proven that, okay, he's maybe he's not completely got over um, how to combat that. But in and around his game and those points, he's doing enough to get through matches and win. And he's hitting the ball extremely well, uh, which makes a massive difference. So let's get into the actual match then, because I've given a quick brief uh, kind of rundown of what both players were like coming into this, and then a little bit about how uh, both players played as well, but just a little bit of a taste. But now I want to really get into it. So set one, Medvedev goes up 5-2 in that first set, and he's just playing more consistently. Now, we're going to look at set one and isolate that. And you can see both players serving big. The points were quite short. Both players playing aggressively. And it was 5-2 with only about 25 minutes played. So that's that's very quick. Uh, five aces apiece. You can see this is the first set. First serve percentage. Uh, the interesting thing for Medvedev is he didn't actually make a lot of first serves throughout this whole match, in all honesty, compared to what we're normally used to seeing from him. But what he did very well was... The points that were on his first serve, he was winning a high percentage of them for the most part. And there are a lot of close games on his serve. It has to be said, Djokovic pushed him a lot in the return games. But for the most part, he came out clutch. And that's why he ended up winning. Because Djokovic, I would say, you know, apart from obviously the the game, sorry, even that he got broken, he was pretty comfortable. At the start of the first set, he won uh, eight game, eight points in a row, sorry, even. So he held to love twice. Uh, consecutively to start off the first set and then after that he got broken and that was it he went 5-2 down uh, he did manage to claw it back to 5-4 but Medvedev then served out at 5-4 so first set percentage at 68% for Djokovic 61% for Medvedev but this is the big difference here first set points won 13 out of 19 for Djokovic so 68% Medvedev 76% first set points won 13 out of 17 now I want to quickly just stop here before we get into the rest of the stats for the set there was a really interesting tactic to utilize by Djokovic, which, in my opinion, is probably not the best tactic to utilize against Medvedev. Now, everyone talks about serve and volleying, right, against Medvedev. Yes, it's a good tactic to utilize. But how do you serve and volley? Now, you might be thinking, what do you mean? I'm talking about serve placement. Now, Djokovic was mixing up his serve and when he was mixing up his serve, he would still come to the net when going down the tee. Now, he was serving down the tee and then coming behind that serve with a volley as the one-plus shot in a lot of instances. Like, served on the tee and then volley to follow up. Now, the issue with that is that Medvedev is so good. When he is able to feel more comfortable on return and has more time, and down the tee, he... he actually has more time I think in comparison or is at least in a more comfortable position than when dragged out wide in a really uncomfortable position because the angle just closes up for him down the tee he's got a lot of options and he normally goes very hard 
down the middle of the court, very low over the net. And what it also means is that Djokovic, when he volleys, he leaves a lot of open court. And he got passed a lot at the net, utilizing that tactic, a lot. When he went wide from the juice side, I'm just using the juice side as, a, as an example, he would drag Medvedev out wide. For the most part, he would kill it off with a volley because Medvedev would have to come up with something extraordinary to win those points. And this was a theme throughout, not just this set, but the second set as well. Djokovic persisting with it, going T uh, on the juice side, for example, coming in behind it, trying to volley uh, to kill off the point or at least get on the front foot. Medvedev getting to that volley, passing him. Medvedev is very good at one, tracking down drop shots and, and volleys, and drop volleys especially, but two, at passing people at the net. Similar to Djokovic, right? And that's why, you know, even though the, the style and kind of the way that they, they hit the ball and technically looks very different, there are some similarities in their game, um, especially from if you're looking at Djokovic a few years back. Now, Djokovic continued to do it because he backed his game and that's fine. But I think he'll look at it after this match and think, I probably shouldn't go T. If, I'm, if I want to come in behind that seven volley straight away, I need to go out wide. Now, the thing is, you can't be predictable and then keep on going out wide on the juice and add sides and then coming in behind to volley every single time. It becomes predictable. Medvedev then will move across a little bit. He'll adjust his return position. So you do have to mix it up. But I just think in those instances, then stay on the baseline. Um, and I think he, he will do that going forward against Medvedev. I don't think he'll make the same mistake twice. Doesn't seem what type of player to do that, does he? He keeps on improving and evolving. Uh, second serve points won, 56% for Djokovic, 45% for um, for Medvedev. And break point save, so you can see only one break point that Medvedev had to save. Um, he didn't save it. Uh, Djokovic, one out of three. Uh, so Medvedev was very clinical. I have to say, very clinical on the break points. There are, there are a lot more mistakes than we're used to seeing from Djokovic, it has to be said, and that's with this more kind of aggressive brand of tennis. Um, but in the first set, he was pretty good. 13 winners and three unforced errors. That's what it's saying here. 13 winners for Medvedev, six unforced errors for uh, the Russian. I mean, I don't know how accurate that is. It doesn't really seem right to me, if I'm being honest, for the first set anyway, but we'll go with it. Net points won, six out of 12. Three out of five for Medvedev. Uh, so interesting first set stats there, but um, what Medvedev was doing really well is he was tracking down the drop shots. So Djokovic was trying to sh shorten the points, not just by hitting winners, but also hitting drop shots and dragging uh, Medvedev forward and then trying to get him into an uncomfortable position. Now, similar to Alan Nadal versus Medvedev at the Australian Open 2022 final. The issue now, though, is that Medvedev is becoming more and more adept to playing more comfortably anyway in the forecourt. He is. He's still not the most natural volleyer, that's for sure. He is improving, but he's not the most natural volleyer. But when it comes to tracking down drop shots and tracking down volleys and then passing people or being able to attack and approach, he is becoming a lot better in that instance. He is. And there were a lot of, well, there, there were quite a few po points that I would say that Djokovic managed to be in control of the rally and then he played the drop shot 
and it maybe wasn't quite executed well enough and Medvedev would get there and then it was difficult for Djokovic because some instances he would lob him and it would be good enough and Medvedev would be would look awkward um, or in other instances he'd maybe lob him, Medvedev would get there, then he'd get back to neutral and then it's like, oh my gosh, and who's going to miss first? Now, you, <laughs> there's not many instances that I will say this probably on this channel, but Djokovic's shot tolerance was not as good as Medvedev's today. It's very rare that you're ever going to hear me say that Djokovic's shot tolerance is not better than another player because I would say he's up there, right? He really is when it comes to not missing and being consistent. But with this added aggressive style, it does bring more errors generally. But it's a risk and reward thing. So he's thinking, well, I can hit proportionally more winners than I would errors if I play this more aggressive brand of tennis proportionally. That's what he's thinking. And, that, and he has done that, to be honest with you, um, this year. This, is, this match, though, it just didn't quite click. It was He didn't quite execute it as well as he would like. Um, you could tell he was frustrated. Uh, you know, there's some instances where, you know, in the past, he wouldn't go line from a meter, two meters behind the baseline. But... Nowadays, he does because he really does back himself that much. And he's been making it uh, pretty consistently uh, throughout the last few months. If he's not on the stretch, then, you know, and not feeling really uncomfortable with how quickly the ball's coming towards him, he will take the risk because he feels he can make it. And he, for the most part, does make it. And this match, however, just didn't quite pay off. Uh, and that's that's fine. Like, you know, that happens. You can't win every single match. Um, but that was interesting to see. Um, for set two, you can see here there was a bit of a difference uh, in the sense that Medvedev hit three aces, Djokovic zero, double faults one apiece. The first set percentage for Djokovic actually rose to 71%. Medvedev's has actually dropped to 56%. But look at first set points one, 79% for Medvedev, 67% for Djokovic. Medvedev started hitting his spots on serve. And I have to say, generally the serve display was good for Medvedev. Djokovic missed a lot more returns than I would expect from him, if I'm being honest with you. Normally, he would probably make 50% more returns at least, uh, especially not just on the first serve returns, but second serve returns. Now, he is almost the king for me at uh, really making sure that, one, he makes that second serve return, but two, he's on the front foot and gives himself the advantage straight away on second serve returns. He missed a few second serve returns, which to me was criminal. And he'll, and you could tell he thought the same because he was so upset about missing them. He really was. Um, and, and again, I think it's just one of those things. Like he hasn't played since the Australian Open. He's now come into the Bay. Uh, first match against Matchak was a bit rusty. Looked very good the next two. Great. But he's not at his 100% best. We know that. Whereas Medvedev is red hot at the moment. Red hot. And in some of the points where... It was touch and go. And, you know, there were baseline exchanges and they came to the net. Then someone got lobbed. They got back to neutral. And then the, those points, those few points in big moments, Medvedev was winning them. And the reason why he was winning them is because he was also trying to play a more aggressive style of tennis, but he was not missing as much. It's just as simple as that. And sometimes that's all there is to it. I mean, this is ridiculous that this is the case, but he's saying for set two, Winners 17 for Djokovic, 11 unforced errors. 14 for Medvedev, one unforced error. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how accurate that is, but if that's the case, that's ridiculous. But look at the net points one for Djokovic, 11 out of 15. 
he started approaching when he dragged Medvedev out wide, and it just meant that he was having more success in the net. Four out of eight for Medvedev. So in summary, if we look at the winner's on for Sarah's 17, sorry, that's for set two. We've got the match stats. 30 winners for Djokovic, 27 for Medvedev, so almost as much, but then double the amount of errors from Djokovic compared to Medvedev, 14 to 7. It was a high-quality match. The quality of ball striking was up there. It really was. And there were some points that I was watching in absolute awe, thinking, how is Medvedev still in this rally? Like, Djokovic is hammering away with the forehand, and his forehand now is just so good. I was just thinking, not not. Uh, let me rephrase. Not how is Medvedev still in this rally, but how is he still in this rally and in neutral? Like there were some points where he was stretched out so much in rallies, yet he was still managing to stretch and get balls back with such depth. It was like in, it was incredible, incredible to watch. And something I also noticed, and I don't know if you noticed it if you watched the match. He's hitting the ball more aggressively, for sure, Medvedev. He's also, though, hitting with a bit more topspin at times. At times. He's got a bit more variation on the forehand and backhand now. Now, the forehand, I felt like he did have that a little bit. Um, and he kind of whip it. Now, though, it looks more controlled. It looks like he also knows how to get through the gears on it as well. On the backhand side, he has something similar. Doesn't tend to slice a lot. And he didn't drop shot a lot today as well because he didn't really need to. He just just ground. He was just grinding, grinding, grinding from the back of the court um, with quality ground strokes and broke Djokovic down. And it was an incredible performance from the Russian, it has to be said. Uh, he'll face Rublev in the final. And uh, Look, I mean, he'll take a lot of confidence from this because the head-to-head now is 9-5 in favour of Djokovic. Djokovic, you know, he won't mind this too much. He won't be happy about it, but at the end of the day, you know, he's lost to the most informed player on tour right now. So there's no real shame in that. What it might mean, though, is if they face each other, I mean, they're not going to face each other probably at Roland Garros, I would imagine, but... Maybe at Wimbledon, if Medvedev's allowed to play, or the US Open, maybe, or even the Sunshine Double, maybe, if Djokovic is allowed to play, then whenever they play next, anyway, Medvedev will have that confidence going into it that, look, I, I've just beaten him, and in straight says, I can do it again. So I think good for the tour if you're just a general neutral fan. If you're a Djokovic fan, I don't think you'll mind too much because you'll be thinking, well, it happens one of those days, and it wasn't like he was playing terribly. He, Medvedev just played. A little bit better on the day and the style of tennis that Djokovic is trying to utilize I think longer term is only a good thing so uh, we're very well played from Medvedev let me know your thoughts um, before I f- finish up actually you know I, I just wanted to I tend to talk about you know matchups and forehand to forehand backhand to backhand now the reason why I haven't talked about it too much in this video is because I've said it in the past with these two, but for anyone that doesn't know, I mean, backhand to backhand is pretty even when it comes to these two. It does. Now, today, it was more in favor of Medvedev, mainly just because Medvedev made less mistakes. He was just more consistent on that side. And even forehand to forehand, generally, Djokovic will have the advantage in that. But Medvedev, one, was able to hit aggressively on the forehand, but with more consistency as well um, today. 
Server return dynamics normally, you know, can be pretty even between the two, if I'm being honest. Um, but just because both have very potent serves, they hit their spots, and both return extremely well as well. Djokovic is arguably the best returner ever. Medvedev tends to make a lot of balls, um, and Djokovic doesn't hasn't in the past always been really, really keen to transition forward and, and volley, serve volley straight away. Um, but that's something that he's obviously working on improving to do so. So, yeah, that's that's all from me anyway. Let me know your thoughts. Were you surprised that Djokovic lost? Were you, you know, if you're a Medvedev fan, were you really happy about it? Do you think this was a bad loss of Djokovic? Or, or like me, think that, look, it's just one of those things maybe played extremely well on the day. And Djokovic will come again, as he always does, in the big, big matches. I mean, again, no offense to the debate, championships it's at atp 500 it's a great tournament with some great players in it and we're gonna have a really good final but it's not a grand slam it's not masters 1000 tournament so you know at the end of the day Djokovic would rather lose a match here than lose a match in a slam against medvedev so um it'll be interesting to see whether Medvedev can translate this type of form that he's had in the past three weeks into a slam uh some point this year because that's what's going to really be telling um, but some positive signs, some really positive signs if you're a Medvedev fan or just a general neutral tennis fan, I guess, because it looks like Medvedev is back in full flow and in full form. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe and well. We'll see you on the next video. Remember to that like button and subscribe if you're new.